Welcome to episode 253. Can you believe it? We're just chugging right along over here. I'm so glad that you decided to join me for another episode to learn more things to really, truly help you in balancing your home and your business and all the things in between. Today is the episode where we're going to break down what's going on inside of your home from the time school is over for your kiddos until they are TKO for the night, lights out in bed, finally sleeping. Inside my five block method, we call this the PM block. There is potential for magic inside of these few short hours that you experience every single day on repeat. And to be honest, I think the PM block is likely one of the most pivotal and important time blocks for your entire day, really for the day coming up ahead. Without it, you have a series of things that are going to go wrong and set up your day that you wake up to tomorrow to be completely off, behind, frustrating, and just not good from word go. So if you are ready to hear me dig in and tell you all of the telltale signs of a PM block gone wrong and the three key things that you can do to whip it back into shape, then let's do this, friends. Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. You know what we haven't done here in a while? We haven't talked about whether or not you've left a review for this show. If you have been around here and you have listened to a few episodes, would you pause right now, go over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave me a five-star written review? What that does is it means that everyone else has the opportunity to find this show. The more reviews that we have, the more those little algorithm people decide to stop and say, hey, look. This show is loved by so many, and so then it gives the other people the opportunity to see this show, and that is my goal, and I hope that whenever you find something that you love, you want to share it with your friends, and so that is the number one way, obviously, outside of you just taking this episode and hitting that little send button and sending it to a friend, that's really great too. But if you wouldn't mind taking a few minutes and leaving a review for this show, it would mean the world to me. And I love reading and sitting back and seeing how all of you that love this show are impacted and how you are benefiting from every single episode that you take the time to listen to. Now, what are we actually going to be talking about today? That PM block, friends. Well, if you listen to the intro, then you know a little bit about a PM block, meaning the time in your day, every day from the time the kids get out of school or you stop working and then you 
have to do all the things and then get them to bed, right? And so from the time you start engaging with them until you stop engaging with them in the evening time. And that's why we call it the PM block, right? Sometimes there are PM blocks depending on who you are and what you do. If you're homeschooling, if you work a nine to five, if you make your own hours, if your kids get out of school early, there's so many different lengths for a PM block. There's so many different ways that you can create your time blocks. There really are. And sometimes your time blocks will be different depending on what season of life you're in, how old your kids are, or even the time of year, like the actual season that you're in. But the most important thing when we look at our PM block is determining (laughs) A, where it's gone wrong and B, how to fix it. But it really truly is the cornerstone for all other blocks. Now, we've talked about a nighttime routine block and the morning routine block because we're talking about my five block method here. We're not talking about time blocks that you've created where you have a bunch of them in a day and they're not repeatable. It's not something that your brain can easily understand or something that you pulled off of um, a Pinterest image for another work from home mom. This is an actual proven five block method that works No matter what season of life you're in, it's completely flexible. And no matter what you got going on over there, it will absolutely work for you because it is derived from what we're actually experiencing around the clock as moms. And even if you're not a mom, as the sun rises and falls and the patterns that we have to develop and should be developing to be able to sustain trying to grow a business and take care of a house and take care of kids and have a wholesome marriage, right? These are the things that we're trying to do. And so from all of that, which I'm still experiencing and was experiencing without a lot of success before I created this method. And so this is what we're talking about. We're talking about that PM block, that PM block from this method This is what we're focusing on. And so for me, whenever I teach this, it's again from that afternoon time where you have to now put your laptop away, you don't have your phone, you're not doing all the things with work anymore, and you're focused on what you need to do with your kiddos in order to get them to bed on time. And for a lot of you, that is what ends up ruining your nighttime routine, which then ends up ruining your morning routine block the next day, which then creeps into your AM block and that disrupts your work block, right? And so then it just becomes this cyclical pattern that you're unsure how to break. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the five signs that you probably are experiencing some type of breakdown in your PM block. And then we're going to talk about the three key parts of any productive PM block and what you can do to maybe start troubleshooting and figure out how to fix what's going wrong on your end. So here's the first telltale sign. Your kids are getting to bed late. If your kids are getting to bed super duper late, and when I say super late, I'm talking like after eight o'clock, truly, go and like just type up how many hours should my child be sleeping or how many hours should a five-year-old or three-year-old or 10-year-old be sleeping. And so you're going to want to look at what time they have to wake up in the morning and that will dictate what time they need to go to bed at night. And so for us, our school kids, like, so 
my 10-year-old will sleep on average 11 hours, 10 to 12 hours, 12 hours, sometimes 10 hours, sometimes most of the time it's like around 11 hours. She sleeps from about eight to seven almost every single night. And so that her seven o'clock is kind of like her natural wake up time. And sometimes she'll want to sleep in, but on school days we can't. And so then I peel that back. Now you guys might not have the luxury depending on what you know, the dynamics are in your house of your kids waking up at a natural time. So just like us, if we're forced to wake up early, we don't just still want to go to bed at a late hour. We want to peel back our bedtime and make sure that we're getting to bed so that we're given enough sleep. Now, your children don't understand this. (laughs) They're not supposed to understand it. It's your job to understand it. So you need to be responsible and get your children in bed on time. That's your job. I know they look like they're full of energy, but it's because they're exhausted and they're bouncing off the walls. Like you've got to get your kids in bed on time for their abilities to develop in their bones, in their muscles, in their organs, also in their abilities to think and process and learn the next day, their social emotional skills, their immune system, all of this depends on their sleep. Okay. We're done. If you are not already prioritizing that and you don't understand why it's important, then dig into some research, start looking at it. You probably feel this weird, sick feeling in your gut right now because you feel like, that's me. Then that's where you need to start. Okay. So let's look at number two. Here's another really great sign (laughs) dinner isn't being served regularly or it's getting on the table extremely late. So all of these other things that we're talking about now could be, you know, easily shifted and it will impact the rest of the night, right? Like if you got dinner on the table earlier, it probably would shift back the bedtimes, you know? And so you may be wondering, well, yeah, I I do have a problem getting my kids to bed on time, but don't know what to do about it. So this may be one of them. And this is where I always start whenever I'm coaching people is I 100% of the time say, what time are you getting dinner on the table? And most of them say, but an hour, that's probably pretty late. They don't start cooking at four or four 30, which you have to, if you have young kids and you want to get them to bed on time. And some of you are just like rolling your eyes at me right now because that's super not realistic. Well, there are things called crock pots and there are things called freezer meals and that you can pre-prep and there are weekends for prepping your food. And I get that you have extracurriculars, so you better have your food in a container that you put in a hot bag that they get to eat in the car on the way home. Like stop making excuses. You've got to figure this out. If you want to live an extra crazy busy life where you take your kids to and fro all the time, you're going to have to figure this out. Like if your kids are super competitive in extracurriculars and it's eating into their bedtime it's eating into the other kids bedtimes like you're gonna have to sit down and figure out something else so that everyone can still get the sleep that they need and get in bed on time because it's literally throwing off everything else that you're doing so you've got to get dinner on the table on time number three if kids homework is not getting done we are even really working through this right now in our own life because we're now at a place where Frankie just went into fifth grade. She's been in Montessori for a long time. Well, forever. And so that means that there's not really been homework. There is kind of homework because it's, 
a Montessori underneath a public school. And so there's still a little bit of homework. Now, we're to the point where they're starting slowly but surely to transition some of their skill sets into what they will need when they go into junior high. And so there is a little bit more homework and we're like, whoa, shoot, (laughs) why are we doing homework at eight o'clock at night? This is ridiculous. Well, because I was unaware that this is now something that we have to do. And so I had to go back and restructure my PM block to make sure that we had carved out time and put it into our routine stack as soon as we come home. So the routine stack that that goes into is our after school routine. And I didn't know that. And so I was like, okay, here's, here lies a problem. Where do I need to peel this onion back to, to figure out where to fix the problem? So look at that as well, because that's another really big sign that your PM block is not working for you. Number four, if your house is a mess, whenever you go to bed or after you get the kids put into bed and you're spending your nighttime routine block cleaning, then that's a really great sign that your PM block is not working the way that it should be. And number five, if you are getting to bed super late yourself, then your PM block obviously is not the way that it's supposed to be because you're putting other things in there into your nighttime routine block that you shouldn't be because you haven't gotten it done in your PM block. Okay, so what do we do about it? (laughs) What do we do if these are things that you're experiencing, either one of them or all of them, What can you do to fix your PM block? Well, let's talk about the three key parts of any PM block. Like, I don't care where they are, all of them. Now, this may be something that starts for you at one o'clock in the afternoon if you homeschool all your kids. This may be something that happens that starts for you at three o'clock and someone else is executing part of it because you don't get home until five. This might start right at 2.45, like me, where I close up my work and I go to to the school and I pick up my kids and we start our PM block. It doesn't matter when this starts. It just matters that you have all three of these parts in your PM block and they roll like dominoes one after the other. The first key part that you need is an after-school routine. If you have little, little kiddos and there's no after school routine at all and you're a stay at home mom and your kids have never even gone to school, then your PM block is gonna start after that afternoon nap or maybe after independent play. And you're gonna have this time where they get to have some type of insert whatever it is. Maybe your PM block is outside play, you go to the park or they're on independent play, whatever this looks like for you in this section, because there isn't school, I always put free play in there. And then we'll talk about what comes after that. For those of you that do have kiddos right now, this is where you're in school. This is where your after school routine is going to come in. And it, this is so straightforward, right? It's, it's a literal one by one by one by one by one by one, knocking off the things that need to be done to prepare your kids for leaving the house for school tomorrow gets done as soon as they come home. As soon as they come home, okay? They come in, whatever this needs to look like for you, this is the first part of it that you're going to work on. Your after school routine is going to have multiple parts inside of it, but the very first part of it starts with unloading everything and reprepping it for tomorrow. From there, you're obviously going to want to look at how much homework needs to be done. You can choose to restock and pack their school lunches right then, 
whatever this needs to look like for you is totally fine. Maybe your kids don't have very much homework at all and they get to go be children and they get to go play, they get to unwind, they get to do whatever. Maybe you have them come immediately and start help you with dinner prep. Maybe it's as quick as everyone comes in, they go change for sports and you unload everything and get it ready for tomorrow and then everyone gets back in the car and then we go to extracurriculars. I don't know what your after school routine needs to look like because I don't know what's inside of your house, but if you want me to help you build your after school routine, just become a student inside of the Systemize Your Life Academy. I will literally help you build this out. I will ask you questions. We'll talk about it and I will help you build every routine stack that you need help building. That is what our group calls are for. I literally sit down and work one-to-one and help you work through these things whenever you have questions. If you want to learn more about that, you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy so that I can help you build out your after-school routine and every other routine that we're going to talk about here inside of every single time block that we have. Once you feel like you're in a really good spot with your after-school routine, you're going to feel, first of all, so accomplished (laughs) at everything that you got done. And my after-school routine doesn't last that long. And sometimes my dinner routine kind of starts as my kids are finishing up their after school routine. And my after school routine, again, I I just kind of mentioned this, but to make it super clear, some days it's different depending on whether or not we have sports versus the days that we don't and we just come home. So like Monday's after school routine looks very different than Tuesday and Thursday and every other Friday, right? So just know that this is not like a hard, fast, set in stone schedule that you need to create for yourself. It really is supposed to be fluid, but in the back of your mind and written in your paper planner until it becomes something that you really and and the whole family are just flowing through. You also want to put this on your communication board inside of your kitchen or your main area for everyone to see it until everyone's memorized it. Like our before school routine is still up there with timestamps on it because Blaine's still kind of getting the hang of it. And that's what you want to do with your after school routine as well. So focus on this. If this is one that you're really struggling with, start here. Okay. Then as soon as that ends, we're going to go into number two, which this is the next key element. And this is your dinner routine. So every single PM block should have a solid dinner routine. If you've never had this, you don't have anything close to this, this is foreign to you, do this first. (laughs) Start here. Your dinner routine should start at about 4.30 in the afternoon. That way you are done in the kitchen by six o'clock. That is the goal. It's actually 5.30 is the goal for us. And so sometimes I start depending on what I'm cooking. If I'm doing everything from scratch, I start at four. If I already have some things prepped or I'm throwing a Trader Joe's meal on the stove, that's basically almost already all been prepped for me. Then I can start like at 4.30 and we'll be done with dinner by 5.30. Your dinner routine needs to consist of you getting your food obviously cooked and on the table and served, but also cleaning as you go, making sure that things are getting put away, wiped down, and setting yourself up for when dinner is over to only have a few things left to clean and to take care of. Your kids should be involved in this process. They should help set the table. We've talked about this on the podcast many times, but a solid dinner routine is not only going to unite your family, but it's going to create so much more margin in your 
later hours inside of your nighttime routine block because you've managed to keep the area tidy and clean throughout the entire dinner routine process. Okay, number three, here's what you really want to be working towards is a solid bedtime routine for your kids. Now, I know the fifth block inside of my method is the nighttime routine block, but we're not, that's for you. We're talking about your kids. Your kids need to have a bedtime routine that happens immediately after dinner is over. Maybe your kids are much older and they don't go to bed until later. And so you have a little bit of family time between your dinner routine and your bedtime routine. Great. But if your kids are not in late junior high, high school, then you should be going straight from dinner routine to bedtime routine because you want to be able to create a sense in your kids of what calming down and like really truly turning off screen time, turning off tech, looking inward, connecting with themselves, connecting with each other, not rushing and having time to have a solid bedtime routine. You want them to know what this feels like so they don't grow up with your habits, right? So they don't grow up thinking that you just do whatever you want all the way up until you're exhausted and then you turn your blue lights off and then you hop into bed and you wonder why you don't sleep well. Like we don't want them to learn those things and this is how we teach them. We go straight into bedtime routine after dinner routine. That means they're bathing and they're taking care of themselves for those kind of tween aged kids, what kind of hygiene skills can you be teaching them in that time frame? Give yourselves the luxury to have this hand over hand and real modeling happening with your kids on how to take care of themselves, how to turn down their bed. Yeah, their bed should be made in the morning so that whenever they go into their bedtime routine, they're having this like methodical routine, even if it's only 30 minutes, that's fine. But guess what? A 30-minute bedtime routine with multiple siblings, people going everywhere, can sometimes take an hour and a half. And I want you to have the time to learn how to do this. I want you to have the time to have fun with your kids instead of rushing, instead of yelling, instead of threatening, instead of being frustrated. I want you to enjoy this process. I want them to have something to look forward to, like reading books whatever this looks like, or sitting down and going over, you know, maybe you have a special journal. Blaine and Frankie have a daddy-daughter journal that they do together sometimes. We have had sticker books. She's really into drawing now, so sometimes she'll sketch. There's so many different things that they can learn to do in that time, even if they don't go straight to lights out and close their eyes. This is what you want to be teaching them, is this solid bedtime routine, and you want to start that young no joke from like six to eight weeks old and keep it going all the way through. I have started solid bedtime routines with my kids from the get-go and followed them through forever. We're still doing them at 10 years of age with our oldest one. And it is a habit that I want my kids to always have. And from that, you will find that then you're going to be able to have a solid nighttime routine block for yourself to then go pour into your own methodical ways that help you truly have a restful night. Look at what happened that day. Collect some data on what did go wrong and how you could have fixed it and what went really well and celebrate that. Connect with your spouse. 
and really just connect with being at home in a dark, silent, quiet space (laughs) that it will only be for a few more hours until you get to start the next day and love on your kids all over again. So go back and listen again if your evenings are not going well and make sure you take good notes on these three key parts that you need in your PM block as a work from home mom. And please, Make sure that you meet me back here real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.